The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. Get up close and personal with some of your favorite male porn stars on One on One with Poppy Chulo. Created by Poppy Chulo, One on One showcases exclusive interviews with the adult industry's most popular male performers. Here's your host, Poppy Chulo. Welcome to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Today is Wednesday, April 29th, 2015. Listeners, please welcome rising adult star, Robbie Echo. Welcome to the show, Robbie. Hey, thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. You're welcome. Things have been certainly going very well for you, Robbie. They have. I've been having a a fun start to uh, my porn career. Awesome. That's good to hear. And I'm excited to get the chance to pick your brain about uh, your experiences in the industry thus far so let's dive into the interview and i typically like to start off by getting stats out the way so what's your height and weight uh my height is five nine and then i weigh the last time i weighed myself i think it was uh about 175 um uh sometimes i go up to 180 (laughs) but uh somewhere around there what's your ethnic background uh, I have Irish and German in me, and that's about all I know. And then English. Okay. What's your zodiac sign? Uh, Gemini. A Gemini 3, actually, to be more specific. I'm a Gemini, and I have no idea what a Gemini 3 is. Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's all, uh... There's this, what's his name? Let me see. I'm really into uh, his book, Gary Goldschneider. Um, he created a series on uh, personality, and they go deeper into astrology and numerology and tarot. And uh, so I am, uh, I'm born on uh, June 12th, and so uh, that is Gemini 3, the week of the seeker, which. Uh, It's all the days between June 11th to June 18th. So then I'm a Gemini 3 as well. Awesome. That's badass. (laughs) That's fascinating. I've learned something new, and I've been taught by Robbie Echo. (laughs) It's really interesting. They they have a website. It's called uh, thesecretlanguage.com. I believe it's .com or .net. Um, But it's, it's spooky accurate. And it's so specific and just goes into great detail. Very interesting. So listeners, check that out after the show. After (laughs) after you get to know Robbie Echo a little bit more. And since we're talking about uh, Zodiac sign and all that kind of stuff, how old are you, Robbie Echo? I am 28 years old. Awesome. I will be 
29 this June 12th. Very cool. So let's get to know the man behind the performer. Where are you originally from? Um, I'm originally from Washington State. Um, and lived uh, a great deal of time in Seattle. Very cool. What was life like growing up for you, Robbie? What were you like as a kid, as a teenager? Um, growing up, I was uh, I was a pretty artsy kid, pretty uh, technical, um, but very uh, very rebellious too. I hated school. Um, I had a lot of insecurities that uh, uh, perpetuated. Um, me being uh, bad in school, I guess. <laughs> um, so I spent my time skateboarding and just getting into a lot of trouble growing up. <laughs> um, but uh, skateboarding in Washington State was always very frustrating for me because it rains a lot in Washington. And when it rains, you can't really skateboard. And so I didn't really like living in Washington State when I was growing up, and I always fantasized about living in California and being able to skate every day. Mm -hmm. And you um, ended up making your dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> well, I sort of I got over those hangups as I got older. Once I reached about uh, 21 was when I got over all of that. Mm -hmm. And realized that I could create my own happiness without um, these external uh, things that I was fixated on. Yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. What was going on with your life prior to entering the adult industry? Prior? Um, I was working in uh, the video production industry. I specialized in motion graphics um, and had been doing that for probably like five, five years. Um, and then just got fed up with working for the commercial industry because I have, I despise <laughs> the commercial industry mm -hmm. and uh, the, the whole commercial game of making products out of anything that you, they can possibly make a product out of. Um, and so, yeah, I <laughs> just sort of became less and less fulfilled in that path. And that was something that I had wanted to do since uh, age 13 when I got my first video camera and started filming me and my friends skateboarding. Um, I was dead set. I was like, okay, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. Um, but then shortly after graduating college, I was like, hmm, <laughs> this goes against all my values. Interesting. So how did you make that transition from working in a very commercial mainstream industry into the adult industry? Uh, well, my girlfriend, Carla Cush, she was... Um, doing a lot of webcamming and then got contacted by a porn agency and then she got into the industry and then a year later um, she asked uh, her agent what uh, she thought of me and 
and then I, I joined. <laughs> was it easy to convince you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was super easy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. So, in total, how long have you been in the adult industry? Um, I have been in for about nine months now. Um, because I got in in uh, July 2014. Not bad. And prior to this, had porn been something that had crossed your mind as something that you wanted to experience or try? Uh, not since I was a teenager. Um, I was very obsessed with porn when I was a teenager. And then once I started getting laid, um... Uh, roughly after uh, 18 years of age, I became less and less interested in keeping up on board and more and more interested on learning how to get laid better. Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting how things have like come full circle and now I have to like get back more into the, the porn loop and learn things about the porn industry and but it's been exciting and uh, a lot of fun. I've met a lot of great people so far. Awesome, man. Let's talk about your poor name. How did you come up with your poor name? I, I like your name because it's very unique. Um, well, I have uh, an uncle named uh, Robert who I look up to. Um, and I just thought about using his name. And then, uh, I don't know, I thought of, like, Echo as, like, <laughs> what if my name echoed through the, uh, the internet or something like that, you know? I like the, the sound of it, of it uh, resonating through all corners of the internet. Mm-hmm. It's a good choice. <laughs> But I can I can just do Robert, so I had to I had to switch to Robbie because I like I don't know I feel like for an alias I feel like Robbie is a better better alias than Robert. Robert sounds too too mature. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. What was your first day on set like? What was going on in your mind? Were you nervous, oh. excited, scared, a mix of uh, all of the above? Yeah, yeah, mix of all of the above. Um, yeah, I was super nervous, and my shoot was down in, I believe it's called San Pedro. Is that a real city? I'm <laughs> so unfamiliar with California. Could be. Uh, Why not? <laughs> it was it was really far down south. I remember having to drive like an hour and a half or something to get to it. Um, it was in a hotel and I was, yeah, I was super nervous. I didn't know what was okay for me to do, like how to, how to behave. Um, I just, I, I was really nervous about that because I didn't want to put my, uh, co-talent off in any way. <clears throat> you know, I wanted to do everything within the, the proper boundaries of being a, a porn star and make everyone happy. Um, but uh, my first scene was with Brittany Amber. Uh, she's a pretty big name. Um, and 
yeah, I was just super nervous and probably a little awkward. <laughs> but uh, once once we got into it, I was like, okay, like I can do this. Like this is this is easy. I just got focused on the girl and and then just forget anything else that's happening. What do you enjoy most about starring in porn scenes? Um, I love having sex and sharing it with other people. And I love it when I get someone, a co-talent who, like, we, we have chemistry. I love that a lot because I love that that experience of, of sharing um, intimacy with, with people. Um, and, and I have, like, a different philosophy than uh, traditional philosophy on, on sex. Like, <clears throat> I love sharing, and I think it's a very healthy thing to, to share. And um, and I think it's very empowering. And, and I just I love doing it because I see us all as one family. And uh, I love and care for everyone, and so it's it's awesome when I get someone else that has chemistry and and I can express those uh, universal love feelings towards them. Let's talk about the yin and the yang about being on a porn set. What turns you on the most, and what turns you off the most on set? Ooh, okay. Um. What turns me on the most is when I have a more extroverted like co talent. Um, <clears throat> because in in the beginning, I'm always if I haven't worked with them before, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> um, and I love it when I have a girl that is like, oh, hey, come over here. Like, give me a hug. Like, we're going to work together. And they, they sort of break the, the ice mm-hmm. um, in the beginning. I love that. It makes me feel super comfortable. And I'm like, okay. And then I can easily relax into being myself. Um, it's a little harder when, when the girl is a little more reserved and it's like sort of wait, waiting for the guy to like take the, the reins and break the ice first. Um, so that's a little tough. Turn on. Um, I, I really love natural girls, um, but I don't dislike unnatural girls. I just think I prefer natural girls more and, and short and petite girls really excite me. Um, what other turn-ons do I have? Uh, I am an ass man. I love really nice butts <laughs> and legs. Um, and I sort of prefer uh, boobs to be small or just more on the petite side. Um, but <laughs> I still get excited about big boobs, too. I don't know. I feel like these are more just like Preferences. Uh, I don't know. Uh, <clears throat> turn off. Um, some of my turn off. Uh, I don't like weave or or hair extensions or whatever those are. <laughs> uh, 
the hard, like, he, he, like you start touching a girl's hair, and then you feel all this hard stuff in there, and it's just like, that's just so unnatural. Um, I don't like that. I don't like uh, really strong petroleum-based perfumes um, or any other unnatural smells, like hairspray. Uh, I think that's pretty much it for my turnoffs. I don't feel like I have many turnoffs. Let's break a porn scene down. In a scene, which do you enjoy the most? Oral, badge, or anal? Hmm. Um, I feel like when I'm on a porn set, I feel like I do get more excited about getting a blowjob than, like, rushing right into vaginal sex. Um, I don't know what it is. Maybe I just need to get turned on first and not just, like, rush into the, the main, main act. Um... I, I haven't done anal on camera yet, but anal has always really excited me. Um, so I would put that at um, at the top. It gets me super excited. <laughs> and it's something that I don't get to do very often, so that probably adds to the excitement of it. Um, and then, I don't know. Uh, vaginal or oral? Uh, I mean, I love <laughs> I don't know. I love it all. This is so hard to, to rank. Um, uh, yeah, vaginal is great. I mean, oral is, is awesome too, but it doesn't, it doesn't take you all the way like vaginal sex does. I don't know. There's something more powerful about vaginal sex when you're Super excited. <laughs> In a scene, what's your favorite sexual position and does it differ from your favorite position off camera? Hmm. Favorite position in a scene. Um I love uh doggy style, especially when when the girl turns around and starts kissing me. That is probably by far my favorite. Um, and then I also love uh, taking up the girls and fucking them from there. Mm -hmm. That one's really exciting too. Um, and I love that one off camera too. Actually, I probably, I think those are probably my favorite off camera too. Yeah. <laughs> I think those are just my favorite all across the board. And we all know how a scene ends with the pop shot, the money shot. In a scene, where is your favorite place to shoot your load? Hmm. I, I don't really have a preference on where to shoot my load. It's more about, I think, where it gets me off the most is just if the girl is really excited about where I'm shooting my load. If she's really excited about me shooting in my mouth and it like shows like that makes me more excited. 
Mm-hmm. Um, or if she wants me to shoot it on her ass. Like, just wherever she's... Whatever she's excited about gets me excited. How would you describe your fuck style? <laughs> My fuck style? Uh... Um, what was that? I was reading something. Someone reviewed one of my videos, and I think they called me like a jackrabbit. Um, <laughs> I I tend to enjoy the the fast pace um, pounding. I think it's more most rewarding when I when I do that. Um. So I guess I would call my fuck style a jackrabbit. I guess I'll use that person's uh, description of me. What has been one of your most memorable shoots so far? Um, I really enjoyed my my second scene was really awesome. Um, I worked with Vicky Chase, and she was a great performer. Um. Uh, super nice, and uh, I think that was a moment when I was like, okay, like I was like more sure of myself that I could uh, be a porn star. Um, so that is that scene is very memorable. Um, and then I've had like some scenes with some really good people, and I always appreciate the scenes that I like get to meet a really nice uh, co-talent. Um, Jade Nile was a really good one. Uh, Nadia Starr was a great one, too. Um, yeah, those are the ones that stick out. Uh, and then Chloe Amora was a really fun one, too. She's really nice, too. That's a good list right there. I was actually going to ask you who have been some of your favorite performers to work with, but I think you just answered it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, man. So who haven't you worked with that you're looking forward to doing a scene with? Who's on your must-do list? Must-do list? Oh, man. Uh, oh, God. I feel like I'd have to be on Twitter. Uh, who am I excited to work with? Um, I'm excited to work with my girlfriend on camera, Carla Kush. Nice. <clears throat> we haven't got... We haven't gotten to do a scene yet. Well, we did a blowjob scene once. But I'm excited to see how that would be. Um, I can't think of any others off, off the top of my head. I would have to be scrolling through Twitter and looking at different girls. Yeah, any idea? Since you're fairly new to the industry, are there any performers that you look up to? And this could be, let's just say people in general, because this could be people in front of the camera as performers or even behind the scenes. Are there any people in the industry that you look up to that, um, you know, you look up to their career trajectory in the industry thus far? Oh, hmm. Um... Uh, I've met some really great uh, male talent in the industry that have like given me pointers and or have like just been really nice to me. Um, <clears throat> like Chad White 
gave me a lot of really good pointers when I was first starting out. Um, and Xander Corvus is a really cool guy. Um, and they're killing me in the, in the industry. Um, and so I guess that's when I look up to their careers. Um, and hopefully I can get up there too one day. Certainly good choices, man. They've all been doing the damn thing in the business. Yeah. Do you watch your own scenes or films? Is that something that you try to do? Or are you the type of person that uh, tries to avoid watching himself in his scenes? Um, I like watching myself. I don't watch every video that comes out. Uh, or, like, I don't search for them. I just, like, let the ones that pop up on Twitter. And then, like, if there's a... A trailer like I'll, I'll watch it um and i really like watching my acting for some reason i really uh um like to dissect my acting and think about what i could do better um but it, yeah it's i don't know it's, uh, it's also fun watching the sex scene too <laughs> it was really interesting because i've never I've never had so much content made of uh of my sex life before <laughs> <laughs> How old were you when you saw a porn film for the first time? Oh, God. Um, I was probably like eight, nine years old. Maybe ten at the most. Uh, but, yeah, I had uh, some old friends. I think he was like 13 or 14. And then there was another guy I... Um, who was his friend? I can't. I can't remember how old he was, but he was an older guy too. Um, but we went over to his house, and he like he put in one of his dad's videos, and yeah, I just remember. Um, I remember this black guy coming, like he was fucking this one chick, and they started coming immediately, and it gave me the idea that as soon as you start jerking off or having sex, come just immediately comes out. <laughs> so that left a mark on me <laughs> yeah that was the first video but uh, first pornographic magazine I found was when I was like five years old and my dad kept uh, all his dirty magazines in with the National Geographic mm -hmm. that's too and funny and I found them <laughs> well yeah Good grief, that's too funny. It's not the ideal hiding spot. No, no. Thus far, what has been one of the funniest things that's ever happened to you on set? I think uh, probably having to pee in front of uh, my co-talent and not and trying to hold in a fart. <laughs> For some reason, that's the funniest thing that comes to mind. Because, like, even though I hate those predicaments uh, when I'm on set, I, like, laugh at them later on. I laugh at myself because I'm sitting there trying to pee, and, and I know that, like, if I just relax, like, a fart's going to come out. And for some reason, I just, like, I do not want to fart in front of my, my co-talent. <laughs> That's too funny. I was actually going to ask you what has been an embarrassing situation. So I don't know if that classifies 
for that as well, or if you have an embarrassing situation that happened to you on set? Um, yeah, I would probably say that's up there with the embarrassing shoe. Um, uh, there was one time where I was in that, that same predicament, and it was a shower scene, and so the toilet was right there, and they're like, oh, just go pee in the toilet right there. And so the director and the and my uh, co-talent were right there, and I was sitting there, and I just knew that I was going to have to shit, <laughs> too. And so I was like, oh, what do I do? Like, I don't want to have to tell them that, like, I need to go use another bathroom because I don't want to shit in front of you guys. Uh, so that was, that was, yeah, that was more embarrassing than just the, the pee when I'm trying to hold it in a fart. Well, yeah. I hope that you ended up using a different bathroom. I did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Robbie Echo. I know. Yeah, that would have ruined the scene. Ruined the, the, the hotness of the scene. Yeah. yeah. Thus far, what has been one of the craziest things that you've ever had to do in a scene? I don't know. I don't really feel like I have too, too many uh, crazy things that I've had to do. I feel like they're the craziest if it even ranks that, that crazy, it's just trying to have sex in a tiny shower. <laughs> it's super uncomfortable. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, there was uh, my BDSM shoot uh, at Kink. Um, uh, I had to wear a gimp suit. She's like a full leather bodysuit, and then your dick just hangs out. Uh, that was, yeah, that's probably the craziest thing I've done. And I was, I was like a little weirded out by it at first, but then once, you know, I got to set and I was in the suit, I was like, oh, this is, like, I don't have to look at me. <laughs> I'm just looking at everyone else, so this is, uh, it doesn't, you know, turn me off or anything. Yeah, you've thus far done one scene with Kink.com that's been released, the one that you mentioned. Do you enjoy working with fetishes? Is that something that you're looking forward to exploring more of in the future? Yeah, I'm looking forward to trying more, um, and especially after doing something like a Gimp suit, I'm, I'm way more open to it. Like, it was... Uh, um, just way better than I had uh, originally thought that it was going to be. Um, I actually made it, like, doing a scene somewhat easier because I felt like I was sort of hidden in a way. Mm -hmm. uh, like, in my own little room. <laughs> like, sort of a voyeur-ish uh, sensation. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm excited to try other things. I would love to work with Kink again. Uh, they're such a, a nice company. Everyone was really nice and had great energy. Very cool. You've been doing a lot of uh, really good work on the web. Uh, you know, you've been doing some really great scenes for Naughty America and for Bang Bros. And uh, recently, a title that dropped is uh, Wicked Pictures' Motel 69, which was a... Mm -hmm. a sort of reality-ish shot production. 
it was really neat what they did with it and how they shot it and they made it seem as if uh, you know it was like secretly shot and that kind of thing what was that experience like for you uh, that was a really great shoot. I worked with Jade Nile, and uh, she's a really great girl um, to work with. Um, and everyone was, that, that whole crew, everyone was really nice, had really nice positive energy. Um, so it was really fun working for them. Um, but it was a little weird because they had multiple cameras on set and I was still like I think that was probably like my fifth scene that I had done fifth or sixth scene and so I was always used to just opening up for one camera and so like while we were having sex I was like wait which way do I open up I was, I was a little confused uh, during the scene <laughs> that makes sense yeah because it was shot in such a different way yeah I, I actually haven't gotten to see it any video footage of it. I've seen like stills from, from the footage. Yeah, it was neat. It was really neat. I mean, they tried to make it as, uh, you know, as real, for lack of a better word, as possible. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for the big question, the question that I'm sure a lot of your hardcore fans and supporters are dying to know. How much is Robbie Echo packing? How much am I packing? <laughs> Uh, seven inches. Um, and then my girth all around my cock is, oh, what was it? Oh, I can't remember. It sounds oh, like yeah, somebody yeah. measured was, recently. Yeah, yeah. I, it was just under, uh, six inches. I think it was 5.75 is my girth. The pop shot is very important in a scene. Do you do anything in particular to try to maintain a consistent load? Are you the type of person that eats certain things, you know, takes certain vitamins, you know, do you try to abstain from doing stuff before a scene? Um, well, I'm a very healthy person in, in general. Um, I am pretty much uh, completely vegan. I'll have fish every once in a while. Um, but I don't do dairy, um, and I also don't do gluten, um, and that's given me, uh, a lot of health benefits, um, and so I've always been into tinkering with different things, and I found, uh, for the load, specifically, if I, uh, ingest a lot of sunflower lecithin, uh, or lecithin, however you pronounce that, it, uh, really boost my uh my the volume of my load i want to move the interview into serious territory and talk about some of the serious issues in the adult industry and I want to start off this set by talking about family does your family know about your career in the business and if so how do they feel about it Ooh, uh my sister knows and my cousin uh she just recently found out randomly, um, but my, my parents don't know. Um, yeah, yeah, no one else knows. Uh, but my sister is totally cool with it. My cousin is cool with it. Um, 
and they weren't surprised <laughs> by the, the nature of my being, I guess. Um, <laughs> and then my sister also, she used to do webcamming, so she's uh, you know, very comfortable with me having this career. But yeah, I think my mom, I don't know how she would react. She's gotten, I feel like she's gotten a little more conservative as she's gotten older. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I, because I actually used to do, uh, I used to strip when I was living in Seattle. And she was totally cool with that. But I have a feeling that she would not be cool with me doing porn. <laughs> <laughs> Does Robbie Echo have moves? Do I have moves? Yes. Do you know how to shake that thing? <laughs> I try. I try really hard. Um, <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> I didn't have rhythm until I was 21, actually. I had to teach myself how to like clap to the beat of the song. Oh, wow. I was terrible at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I came a long, long way and stripping definitely helped and, uh, I just got more comfortable with dancing, mm-hmm. uh, in general. Cause that's something that is not in the white hetero culture. <laughs> like dancing is not something that white heterosexual people do. Men. <laughs> uh... And so once I got more comfortable with shaking my body, I realized, oh, this is like, dancing is it's fucking fantastic. It's a great release, especially like when you feel more, like it helps you feel more and more comfortable with your body. So you were not born a magic mic? No. <laughs> Let's talk about condoms in the industry. What's your opinion on whether condoms should or should not be used in adult productions? Um, I think it should be up to the preference of the performer. Um, if they want to use condoms, then they should be allowed to use condoms. If they don't, then they shouldn't have to. Speaking about condoms, I think a lot of casual porn watchers may see all of the condomless sex and not realize that the industry is heavily tested. Regardless of the amount and the consistency of the testing in the business, do you ever feel worried about catching a STI or worse on set? Um, not really. I don't ever worry about anything like that. Um, and I think that comes from the my the spiritual side of my being, I guess. Because mm-hmm. uh, I was taught when I was 21 um, and I had a very powerful spiritual experience under the influence of psilocybin uh, mushrooms, also known as magic mushrooms, and <laughs> was basically split open and felt like the universe was flowing uh, in and out of me and had all sorts of wonderful messages come down and one of them was that if I surround myself with love the universe will protect me and uh, I've put a lot of faith in that over the years and I feel like it's it's been true well that's a fascinating answer <laughs> yeah good grief man all right now <laughs> 
Is there a myth or misconception about porn performers that you would like to dispel? Um, that we are all sleazy people, sleazy and conniving. Um, I've met a lot of really awesome people in this industry. Uh, it's just not true. I mean, there are some people that have their issues, uh, but you can't just, you just can't paint like an entire industry of people in one color. You know, there's so many different types of people that make up the, the industry. Is there an aspect of the adult industry that you do not enjoy? expensive the tests are. <laughs> like, uh, that's one aspect. Um, and then driving. The amount of driving I have to do to like get to locations. And stuff. <laughs> I hate being in the car, especially in LA. Let's lighten up the interview and talk about romance and working in the industry. As you mentioned, you are in a relationship with a fellow porn performer, Carla Cush. How difficult is it to try to balance a romantic relationship while working in the industry that you're working in? Uh, it can be difficult at times, um, but I feel like as long as um, both parties are very open and just willing to talk things out and not um, not get upset or like um, hold any grudges about anything or hold anything in without talking about it um, everything can be worked out and I think the main thing that you need is just like forgiveness in your heart towards that person um, and uh, and that's the path of figuring out how to work things out. Um, I've, I've never had any issues with anything that uh, she has done. Um, I am extremely turned on by everything that she does. Um, but uh, there has been some jealousy on her end with some things that I have done. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty and the candor. How important is trust in a relationship when you're working in the industry? Uh, that's like the, the most important part. Um, you, you need that. Otherwise, there's, there's room for unhealthiness to uh, grow. Um, and deceptiveness. And it just all attracts. It starts attracting very uh, negative uh, types of energy, mm -hmm. and uh, the deconstruction starts to happen. Is it at all difficult to see her in scenes with some people that you consider to be your friends? No, no, no. Okay. I think it's, I think it's hot. <laughs>
do you think your relationship is a bit easier because both of you are in the industry so both of you understand sort of what goes on as far as being on set and how you know pretty much it's work when you're on set and then when you get home things are, are different you know this is like the real world when you get home yeah yeah i definitely think it makes it easier for both of us to understand um yeah Sorry, that's sort of a short answer. Uh, no, I mean, it works for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Let's move away from the serious stuff and let's talk more about you, Robbie. How often do you work out and do you consistently have to watch what you eat when you know that you have a scene coming up? Um, I work out uh, less than I want to. <laughs> I do, I have like fluctuations. Like I'll get really into it, and um, and I'll work out like every other day, um, and have some rest days in there, and we'll really stick to it. And then, and then I'll just get out of it, and then I'll probably work out maybe like twice a week, <clears throat> um, very lightly. Um. But as far as uh, what uh, watching what I eat before a shoot, um, I don't really watch what I eat because my whole diet has been just dialed in to give me um, maximum benefits in my life. The reason why I got into the whole vegan gluten-free diet was because I used to suffer from blood sugar issues. I used to get hypoglycemic all the time. <clears throat> and... Uh, just learning how certain foods affected me uh, led me to this vegan gluten-free diet. And so I never really have to be like, oh, like, I have a scene coming up. I got to stop eating this or, like, stop eating sugar. Yeah. Because I've, like, I've gotten rid of all the bad stuff. To shave or not to shave? That is the question. Yes, I'm talking about down there as well as just general manscaping when it comes to <laughs> preparing for a scene. Uh, yeah, I I take uh, some clippers and I trim up my main pubic bone region. Um, I think it's like a on the one setting on the clippers, and then uh, and I, I shave my balls and like the, the lower part of my shaft. In your opinion, what part of your body is the sexiest and why? <laughs> uh, hmm. What is the sexiest part of my body? I don't know, I've never thought about that. Uh, I don't know. Right now, I'm like looking at my body, trying to figure out which one, which part I find the sexiest. Uh, what comes to mind first is, um, you know, in like the lower abdominals, that that line that like guides down to your your crotch, uh, near your hips. I don't know. I've gotten a lot of compliments on on that. 
<laughs> I guess girls really like that part. What so about on the I flip side? Uh, what part oh, of what, your body what, do you what, like the least, and why? Oh. Hmm. Probably my hands. I have some some fat hands, <laughs> <laughs> which I have I have dubbed uh, meat mittens amongst my friends. <laughs> That's too but, funny. Yeah. <laughs> what about on a woman? What part of the female body is the sexiest and why, in your opinion? Ooh, the sexiest? Um... Uh... I don't know, thighs and ass region come to mind. Uh, I really like the back of the knee. <laughs> like to the um, to the side. I don't know. I find that really sexy on a woman. Do you get into any kinds of fetishes? Um, I really like feet. Uh, I'm into that fetish. Um, as far as just like sucking on them and licking them. Uh, that really turns me on another fetish. I want to go back in time with you. How and when did you lose your virginity? <laughs> uh, I was I was 18 years old, and I was at a point where I was just like I was just so fed up with being a virgin, and uh, back then I had a I was not good with women. I had I had so many insecurities like when I was a, a teenager. It made it difficult for me to uh, just be myself around girls. Mm -hmm. So Robbie um, Echo had no game. Yeah, I had no game. <laughs> uh, so I just quickly found the first girl that would have sex with me that, that um wasn't that, that attractive? <laughs> yeah, I wanted I wanted someone that I knew would be easy for me to catch. Someone that I wasn't intimidated by. Um, <clears throat> and so yeah, yeah, we like I forget how it happened, but like I just remember going over to her house, and I was so nervous about having sex, and I ended up lasting like two hours. Because I was so nervous. And I thought it was going to be the opposite. I was so nervous about coming way too early. And then I ended up, like, lasting two hours. And then she had to, like, stop us because her dad was going to come home soon. <laughs> but, That's yeah, it was a super, super awkward experience. <laughs> Tell me something quirky about yourself that most people don't know. Something unique about Robbie Echo. Something unique. Uh, something quirky. Uh, I'm a I'm a fucking weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super weird in in like the most beautiful artsy way. Um, I love just being a, a goofball. Um, even though when I'm in certain environments, like if I'm on set, like or 
just around people that I don't know too well. I sort of, uh, I don't, I don't immediately be my full self, my full mm -hmm. goofy self. I don't let that shine immediately because I don't want to put people off. I'm always afraid of putting them off <clears throat> in the wrong way. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a huge weirdo. I'll, I'll like around the house or like around good friends, I'll just say like random weird stuff that just floats into my head. Just sort of a stream of consciousness will give me weird random ideas to do. Uh, which is really great for when it comes to my artwork. <laughs> I feel like it adds to that. Describe yourself in 10 words or less. <laughs> um, <clears throat> uh, loving, fun, goofy, uh, artsy, uh, uh, investigative, um, <laughs> open-minded uh, colorful <laughs> uh, joyful or jovial <clears throat> um last one was a tenfold Energetic. <laughs> we can go with that. Sounds good, man. As we start wrapping things up, I have this list of uh, five pop culture-oriented questions that are designed to allow the listeners and your fans to get to know some of your favorites. So the first one is, what are five of your most favorite television shows? Oh, man. <laughs> this, is, this is bad because I just do not like the commercial industry and have removed myself so much from TV shows and, and pop culture. Uh, you said five favorite television shows? Or as close to five as you can get. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I, I do still watch a lot of uh, like comedy shows. So they'll come up, and it's usually because Carla Fish puts them on. Otherwise, otherwise, I would just be in my own little artsy world making games all the time. Uh, but I like Portlandia. Portlandia is funny. Um, uh, there's like American Dad. I watch. Um, <laughs> I can't think of any others. What are what are the other ones that we watch? Sorry, Carla Kush is right here. <laughs> Shout out to Carla Kush. Uh, Bobby says hi. <laughs> she says hi back. Uh, we'll watch Bob's Burgers. Uh, girls. I, yeah, I, I do like that show. Um, <laughs> the HBO show. John Oliver. John Oliver is, is probably my favorite out of all of those. I forgot that that was a TV show. Not bad. Good choices. 
<laughs> who are four of your all-time favorite music artists? All-time favorite music artists? Uh, Flaming Lips. Um, <clears throat> Andrew Bird. Animal Collective. Um, TV on the Radio. Another one. Uh, Devandra or Devandra What are three of your most favorite films? Three of my favorite films. Um, these are gonna be a weird one. <laughs> uh, the Holy Mountain by Alejandro Jordowski. <laughs> well fucking melt your mind <laughs> uh, in a very disturbing way um, what's another film that I like uh, Samsara I forget who that's by uh, it's by the same person that made Baraka Baraka is another really good one they're like uh, they're both like silent uh, documentaries. They go around the world and just they show you the craziest things that are happening around the world. Um, so that's three. What else? Another one that comes to mind. Um, films. I don't know. I have a bunch of documentaries that that I liked watching. I I am is an amazing documentary that everyone should watch. Um, it's by the guy who made uh, Ace Ventura. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's just a beautiful documentary. Um, it's another one. Four Silver Knives would probably be my last one. That was, uh, had a huge impact on, on the way my diet is today. Speaking of your diet, what are two foods you can't live without? Two foods I can't live without. <clears> hmm. <throat> rice. Brown rice. It has to be brown. I hate that white rice crap. Love brown uh, rice. <laughs> brown rice is a huge staple in my diet. Um, what else can I live without? Uh, buckwheat. <laughs> Um, wait, how many foods did you ask me to list? Two. <laughs> Two? Yeah, buckwheat, brown rice, and I got to throw a third one in there, cacao. Raw cacao. And what is one of your guilty pleasures? One of my guilty pleasures, uh... Uh, guilty pleasure. <laughs> this is so hard for me. Uh, I feel like I've weeded out so many of uh, the things that hindered me in, in life. I feel like the only thing now, like, I'm, I'm like, obsessed with the supplements and, like, spending money on, on these uh, random herbs that I read about. 
Um, I feel like that's my only guilty pleasure now, but I don't know. That's sort of like good for me in a lot of ways, except for financially. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Robbie Echo is uh, swallowing all that uh, acai and uh, goji berries and all that good stuff. Oh yeah, I'm I'm obsessed with it. It changed. It had such a huge impact on my life that it just I, I'm extremely obsessed with it and everything good that it brings to my life. What's next for Robbie Echo? What can the listeners and the fans anticipate from you uh, in the near future? Um, it's a lot more sexual fun. Oh my! Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i plan on continuing to uh have fun in the porn industry and uh make money and have sex with beautiful people uh, so that's going to continue on hopefully i will get a website started and uh get some content going that would be nice. Sounds good. RobbieEchoXXX.com <laughs> There you go. Um, yeah, those are all things that I'm looking forward to. They're all things that will be coming up in the near future. Good stuff, man. How can the listeners and the fans tuning in uh, find you on the web, social media, all the goodies? Well, I am on Twitter. At Robbie Echo XXX. Uh, and that is my main social media platform. I don't have any others yet. I need to get on the Instagram and get on the other ones. <clears throat> but Twitter is the only way that you can find me right now, as far as I know. <laughs> Most other people have started things for me. Well, Robbie, this does bring us to the end of our interview. Is there anything that you would like to say to your fans and supporters? Uh, yeah, thank you guys so much for supporting me and making this uh, avenue of my life happen. Uh, it's been a lot of fun and been really beautiful in a lot of ways. And uh, I send my love out to all my fans. Um, and just... Uh, keep the the one love, one family movement going. Remember that we're all brothers and sisters. I like the sound of that, man. So I, I certainly want to thank you so much for the interview, Robbie. Yeah, hey, thank you so much for the opportunity. It's been a pleasure. You're welcome, man. And certainly the door's open for more. So we'd love to have you back on and continue following your career as uh, you continue making... Uh, you know, these fantastic scenes and as your star continues to rise. Awesome. I look forward to that, Poppy. Fantastic. And listeners, I also want to thank you for tuning in to One on One with Poppy Chulo. Tune in for brand new episodes of One on One with Poppy Chulo every Wednesday and Thursday at 10 p.m. Eastern and 7 p.m. Pacific. You can download this episode and many more by visiting poppychuloradio.com slash archives. Registered users will gain access to the Poppy Chulo Radio archives of previously aired broadcasts. And with that, Robbie Echo and I would like to wish you and yours a wonderful night. Good night, listeners. Have a good night.
Thanks for listening to One on One with Poppy Chulo. To contact us with any of your questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns, email us at contact at poppychuloradio.com or leave us a voicemail at 305-515-8620. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash poppychuloradio and like us on Facebook by visiting facebook.com slash poppychuloradio. Be sure to listen again next week as we continue to showcase exclusive interviews with some of the adult industry's most popular male performers. This is Ben Patrick Johnson saying good night and have a wonderful week. <laughs>